This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, everybody. Before we get started, this is Ryan. We got Aaron here. Woo! Uh, we want to talk to you guys about a great sponsor we have for today's episode. They're called Deal Dash. And uh, let me tell you guys, you're going to have some fun with Deal Dash. Now, Aaron, do you like winning? Yes, I do, Sanger. Thank you for asking. I wish you I got- won more, I'll be honest. Yeah, I mean, it's just like you try to think like, when in our lives are we winning? When do you have a do you have a good memory of a time you won something? The last time I won something was two thousand three, uh, Miss Clark College talent portion. Okay, okay, so that's been a while. <laughs> that has been a while. It's a little chunk of time. Two thousand three, hell of a year for McGowan. She actually won something. <laughs> well, I got to tell you, Aaron, it's two thousand twenty one. You can continue to win. And the way that you're going to be able to do that is with Deal Dash, guys. Deal Dash is running fair and honest auctions. What it is, I'll tell you, is a pay to participate penny auction site. It was founded in 2009, so a couple years after the big, uh, the big talent contest. The big win. For uh-huh. The big win. Um, and listen, they got over 10 million registered U.S. citizens during this 10-year span, and that's what made Deal Dash a trusted partner among the auction category. Uh, if you want to try it, you can use dealdash.com, uh, the website. You can also, uh, use apps that got them for iOS or Android and, uh, deal dash. They only auction brand new items. They got over a thousand auctions a day and shipping is always free. So you got an opportunity, uh, a thousand different opportunities to win every day. Shipping is free. And you might be asking Aaron, maybe some of the listeners are asking, what could I win? What can I get on there? Yeah, that was my next question. <laughs> well, look, I saw a car the other day went for $900. Brand new car, $900. What? I also saw, yeah, I saw a new TV go for less than two bucks. Okay, I have, I have that kind of money. You have it? You're looking at, you got under, just under a thousand bucks in your account right now? That's right. Savings. Thank you. All right. You get into that savings, you get yourself a new automobile, brand new TV for under $1,000, McGowan. It's not bad. I want people to try Deal Dash. Uh, buy some bids, get some bid packs, take a look, see what you like. If you don't like it, you got 90 days to return it. Um, so really, there's no muss, there's no fuss. And uh, if you want to, uh, to use our deal, what you got to do is go to dealdash.com or download the app. By the way, if you register, enter the promo code DUMBELLS. That's D-U-M-B-E-L-L-S. They're asking for just one B on the dumbbells. A lot of times we'll have you guys uh, you know, do it with the traditional spelling of dumbbells. If you're going to Deal Dash, spell it with one B, D-U-M-B-E-L-L-S, and get on Deal Dash, start making some bids, and win something. Are you going to do it, Aaron? Oh, baby, I'm in. <laughs> All right, let's start the episode. This is Ryan Stanger. I'm a certified personal trainer and unlicensed yoga instructor. This is Aaron McGowan, certified personal trainer and trombonist of 27 years. You're listening to the Dumbbells, a comedy fitness podcast. Committed to bringing you inspiration, motivation, and information. Hey, Dumbbells, let's get dumb. Did we do it? We did it. <laughs> We're in, baby. That's it, guys. Trying some new stuff out. Um, I hope you enjoyed the new intro. I hope you enjoyed the new theme song done by Jack Bishop. Uh, All around 
super talent Jack Bishop. Let us know, guys. <laughs> yeah, welcome. we'd love your notes. Uh, <laughs> we would love... I'm being sarcastic. I mean, I guess if you have any really hot, hot, sweet, nice, uh, constructive criticism, we'd take it. Um, but I am a fragile being. Ryan, are you good? Are you are you fragile? I think so. Uh, but listen, we're not here to talk about our fragile psyches. <laughs> fine, fine. A lot, a lot's changed. A lot of stuff stuff has happened. Uh, for those of you maybe just joining us now, thank you yes. so much. Good to have you on. Uh, this is a good place to start um, as we move forward. Uh, this is uh, our Aaron and mine's official episode, first episode as official co-hosts, I guess. Yeah, right? this is to over, huge. To overuse official, I'll say it too many times, and then the hey. word means nothing. Um, it's okay. In this house, it's okay. And so welcome to you. Welcome to me. I feel different than I normally do. <laughs> Um, I feel proud. I'm ready. I'm ready to rock a little worried. You didn't ask me to do any trombone on the new intro. I know it kind of happened really fast, but, um, look, I'll send, look, I'll send you that email. No, I'll send I've, you that email privately. Listen, I've heard you play and I made my decision. <laughs> you, <laughs> <laughs> Touché. Uh, um, no, we've got to do, we've got to do, get you playing at some point on the show. It hasn't happened. We yet. do. It's hard to, um, it's hard to play trombone with into microphones. Uh, well, you're ask always, anyone we've tried to record with in, in my life. You're always knocking that microphone stand down with the, uh, that bar with that comes out. The sheer, my, uh, my volume of oh, and you're, breath. Oh, you're saying it's the force of your breath. I was thinking of with that, like the, the little, um, the slide? That, the slide that comes out. <laughs> <laughs> you guys just missed uh, air trombone, which is, it's not utilized enough. I'll tell you that. It really isn't. Um, so yeah. So guys, to bring everybody up to speed, I think most people know what's going on, but um, longtime co-host and founding member of the Dumbbells, Eugene has stepped back from his official hosting duties to- yes. uh, to, to take over Hollywood and appear in um, gi- giant TV properties and shows, as well as um, raise his young family. And uh, Aaron, longtime guest co-host, has stepped in a, in an official capacity. So it's really exciting. We're going to visit with Eugene occasionally when he has time. But moving forward, it's going to be Aaron and me. And mm-hmm. uh, if you guys go back and listen to previous episodes um, you can hear Aaron as a guest and then you can hear officially, I don't know, we should have maybe checked when you officially kind of took that, the the mantle as like official co-host, guest co-host, but it doesn't matter now. You're the official co-host. So we are progressing along and uh, things are changing, but in a good way. And so we put it out to you guys uh, on an Instagram post of, you know, maybe some ideas or directions that you'd like to see the show go. A lot of people have uh, great questions about health and fitness, which we will get to later. We'll answer those. But we wanted to kind of bring you guys up to speed as some of the plans as to some of the plans that we have for the show in the future, because we're going to be doing some stuff differently. Um, And one of them is that we're both really excited about is We're going to get out there and we're going to try stuff. It's like fitness unboxing. That's really popular with kids. They watch. Yes, uh, that's a perfect way to say it. (laughs) They watch YouTube videos of like people opening toys and shit. And people, (laughs) 
people really stretch that stuff out. Like it's like an hour long video and they're like, they're doing it with their hands. Like, okay, I'm just going to open the box here. It's really nice packaging. And, um, seems to be kind of oh, a, uh, a taupe truly colored. kills me, kills <laughs> me, kills me. Fast forward, get to the end. Yeah, I want to see what's open up. it. <laughs> uh, God, it's so, so true. I hate it. Oh, so we're going to be doing that um, is with activities, you know, in the fitness world. Uh, one idea that Aaron had was pole dancing, which we've already done, guys. It happened. Yes. We took a pole dancing class together. We uh, did. It will be next week's episode. Uh, we have managed to convince uh, the woman who taught the class to appear and answer some questions. Um, <laughs> yep. We'll see how that goes. Uh, she's a great teacher. And, uh, we are asking a lot of her, so we'll see, but she was gracious enough to, uh, mm-hmm. to, to sit down and answer some questions. So we're going to see, hear how that goes. You guys will hear us talk all about it. Um, I'll give you the dirt on Aaron. She'll give you the dirt on me. That's and, right. And, uh, but that will be next week. A couple other ideas we had, Aaron, you found a, uh, <laughs> a site, a group cycling class that's on the beach. Yes. Okay. I know that's not available in everyone's like town, but. I'm like, that is a thing I have to do. It's like Peloton on the beach. And I don't, I don't have a Peloton and you know, we can talk about that, but I think this is my way in. I would do Peloton (laughs) on the beach. Yeah. (laughs) It's weird though. You're kind of out there at a certain point. You're like, should I just be riding on the boardwalk? I mean, what? (laughs) Oh, that's true. Wow. I mean, if they had great point, if they had Peloton outside, I would fucking do it. It's like, well, maybe you get a bike then. I don't know. Call me crazy. (laughs) It's just a bike. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm sorry. I don't, I have maybe told this story on the episode me and Melissa did one time, but one time I was eating those orange slices covered in sugar. Those like candy orange slices. Yeah, of course. And, and then I said out loud, I wish they made a healthy version of this. <laughs> and, and, I, and Melissa was like, um, it's a, yeah, it's an orange. Just eat an orange, <laughs> you insane person. So that, uh, I just had that feeling that mother feeling. nature was like, hello, uh, hello. <laughs> um, she's anyways. sarcastic. She's super sarcastic. <laughs> We're killing her though, unfortunately. But uh, yeah, I mean, serves her right. No, I'm hey, just kidding. Man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, look, hey, um, you got to have your precious straws, you know. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I drink straight from the side of the cup. I'm a freaking psycho. Yeah, I do love like big corporations shaming us for using straws and stuff. And it's like, uh, I don't know, maybe guys, maybe you're doing some damage. Yeah, maybe yourself. this is, yeah, maybe this is before the straws. Yeah. <laughs> before maybe the straws, this was going downhill. Uh, maybe some of the stuff you're doing, not just uh, us, you know, having a hard time with cardboard straws. Call me crazy. Um, but hey, listen, everybody do their part. I'm pro earth. Aaron, you're not right. Explain yourself. I'm pro Mars. <laughs> and you can follow my blog <laughs> about it. Uh, it's a great read. Um, it's like really, really good. At like, uh, yeah, you get a <laughs> you get a real like insight into psycho- psychosis. Um, but I wanted to. So, uh, so what are some other ideas we have? I guess we got to do like a crazy hot yoga class. One of those things. 
Um, yeah, I I think I want to try like as many sort of group fitnessy things that I haven't tried. Um because like I like I I did bar a long time ago. I would be curious to see what it would be like to do it now after never, being in shape for a few years. Yeah, I've never done that before. It's intense. I yeah. I remember it being really intense, but I wasn't doing any other workout at that point. So I I I would love to just know what it would be like. And actually there's a bar um a a person I follow on Instagram who does like Zoom bar. Mm. Um so that might actually be a good one to try because we don't, you know, maybe have time to always go into a studio or whatever. Um but that would potentially be a good one. Um, that's a good idea. Uh, I would even be down to try CrossFit. I've never actually done a CrossFit. I've never been inside a CrossFit gym. I would, I would do it. Yeah, I would do, I would do it too. So a uh, couple of ideas there. And then we had some people write in, uh, let's see. One guy had a couple. I want to call him out by his name, his Instagram. He hates the cans. Uh, fair enough. Just go <laughs> all right. Go without him. You you lose if you're doing radio and stuff. You lose some of the um the sound effects if they're if they're kind of running those live in studio. You get the cans on and you can hear if they're playing music or effects. So you're gonna miss that. But um you know I guess you feel a little more free. Uh, he he'd love for <laughs> us to go in more in depth more in depth on cryotherapy and kettlebell workouts. Um so we Aaron's done cryotherapy. I've done it before. I forgot, but I've done it. Um, we'll do it again and maybe we can bring in somebody else to, to do it with us and then talk yeah, about first that. timer. Yeah. And then, uh, this is, I kind of like, this is a cool idea. Can Aaron and Stanger, uh, review exercise equipment advertised on Instagram? This is something I want to really do because I, I the only thing I don't, I'm like, I can't buy all of them because that would make me crazy. Um, and broke, but I, I want to do this very bad. I'm like, there's a bench that's like a bench Bosu that I've seen mm. that I'm very curious about. It like makes it so it's not a stabilized, you know, uh, surface. It's um, like, so the whole thing, the whole bench pad is inflated the way a Bosu is. Yeah. So you're kind of like having to a little more wobbly activate your core to stay in it. That's cool. What's it called? A bench Sue? What would you call that? I don't know. I can't remember. I'm sure now that we've like just talked about it, it will pop up in my, <laughs> in my Instagram again. I'd, I'd go with, if I were them, Bonch Sue. Bonch Sue? Bonch I don't know. Sue. That sounds like a, a bad soup. <laughs> <laughs> Bonch Sue soup. Um, what I will say, since I have started doing just the last like couple of weeks, all of my ads are for fitness stuff. Oh yeah. Every single ad. And so I, I'm sure uh, like we just said, they're going to keep popping up and I'm going to keep taking screenshots and sending them to you. Uh, yeah. So if you guys have something you want us to try, send it, no guarantees on that. And then we'll look, I mean, I guess we should do, I guess we should probably do something that, um, actually seems like a good idea that we really want to try. And then also something that just seems fucking crazy. <laughs> you know? Well, that's honestly what I was thinking with the, this uh, pole exercise class was I was like, I will, I would never do this if I didn't have like, like I wanted to do it, but I, I needed a reason to go yeah. 
do it. And so I'm excited. I I want to try the weird ones and the normal ones. Same. Same, dude. I, that's the kind of like when I was like asking people for like if you have something like unconventional, please send it. And like if it's a if there's a Zoom option that we can take with people that aren't just in LA, that would be amazing. Um even if it's like YouTube videos, like whatever it is that you are finding works for you, I'd be down to try. Uh, totally. Same. I'm, I'm in the same boat. Listen, guys, we're, we're agreeing at the top. Bad sign. Not as interesting for pod. If we agree too much, we need to, we need to, Oh, we need frick. some conflict. Yeah. <laughs> it's a shitty idea. Aaron. Uh, I only want to do the weird stuff. No normal stuff. I only want to do normal stuff. Um, Great. See, there we now go. Now we have a show. We got Thank a show. You. You're right. We take the notes and we apply them. PX Caballero. Um, I know her well, friend of the show. How are you? Uh, have you tried floating? Um, do you see it as benefit? She asked a couple other questions. I'm not going to answer those. Before the pandemic, I was floating once a month uh, to help with my fibromyalgia flare-ups and enjoyed it. So yes, I like it. I do it regularly. We'll hold off on doing a deep dive on that because Aaron's never tried it before. And so I've got a place I use. We're going to do that. We'll do an episode dedicated to, and it's, it's, you know, sensory deprivation tank or float tanks. Um, so we'll do that. They're kind of popping up here and there. Uh, definitely in like LA, they have, them. um, I'm trying to think of maybe, you know, I don't know if they're like something you're seeing in a lot of cities now. <laughs> yeah. It feels like a thing that would definitely only be in cities. So, yeah. I, yeah. I don't know if, you know, I mean, maybe and like, like foofy cities. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is, I don't know if it's possible, but it seems like a thing that would be nice for someone in a wheelchair to get to do this, but I don't know if they're accessible, but I'm going to, I'll look into it. Cause that would be, I think really good. Like that when uh, they mentioned the fibromyalgia thing, I was like, that would actually be really good for people that can't like stand up to just be able to have the floating sensation, you know? Yeah. Might I, be really good. I agree. I, I, I think the place that I go to, uh, I think they have a room that's, um, I mean, they all should obviously, uh, but yeah. I think they'd, you know, and it's one of those things that like they say they do and then, it ha you know, is it legitimately? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it would be cool to check and see cause I, you know, my husband would probably love to do it and try it too. So yeah. let's look Great. at it. So that's on the, um, that's, there's a possibility. And then I don't know. Did did anybody else have anything, Aaron, that you saw? That's kind of what we wanted more of. And you guys have a bunch of questions, <laughs> which is great. Um, yeah, it is great. Um, let me see here. I was going to say too. Um, also, if you guys have guests that you like, so we're definitely going to keep, um, you know, keep our friends coming on. You know, talk to comedy people talk to the podcasting folks you like to hear from. Um, but we're also going to go in the direction too of having some fitness people come in that, you know, that, you know, I think, you know, before a lot of times when Aaron or Eugene and I were doing the show, we tended to have the most knowledge 
<laughs> in regards to whatever topic we were talking about and have a guest come on and kind of help them. So now we're going to, we're going to branch out and we're going to bring in some, you know, fitness experts and fitness professionals and longevity people too, and kind of pick their brains. So if you have somebody you like, or you'd like us to kind of track down, uh, send that in too. Uh, you yes. can do it at ask the dumbbells at gmail.com, or you can, um, you know, find us in the social media at the dumbbells across all social me- social media platforms. But we're going to have some, you know, some health and fitness experts, uh, start doing the show to give you guys some more information. I mean, I think that that is going to be so helpful for like our listeners who have been around since the beginning, who have, you know, like hearing all of the stories of everyone's like fitness journey is so important. So we keep that. And now we add actual professionals in the industry that are going to help us help you. And also just, they will help you too. We'll, we will just also learn and it'll be great. Yes. Yeah, somebody asked uh, recently in the questions about um, performance enhancing drugs and so I'd like to have, I want to find his question and, um, Oh yeah. I saw that question too. Yes. So Seth's door. Do you think at some point we will get some, uh, we will get to some future state where PEDs would actually be healthy, safe and available to anyone. Alternatively, not to imply any chicanery going on. Would you consider someone like the rock to be a healthy person? With enough money and science, can a near 50-year-old maintain the size and not do damage to their heart and internal organs? So I'd like to have, you know, my mom actually uh, works in hormone replacement therapy. Um, So, I mean, we could definitely get my mom to come on and I'm sure she'd speak to it. I could see if she can like check out the rock and figure out what he's doing. But we could also get some other people, you know, in LA and a lot of other places, they have these kind of um, these longevity or wellness clinics to where they have, uh, doctors prescribe, you know, people, you know, hormones and hormone replacement therapy. So I think that's the closest you get to performance enhancing drugs, you know, being legal is that you get like a, you worked with an endocrinologist. They're kind of watching your levels all the time. And then, you know, they have, they dose you on something to kind of, you know, change those hormone levels. So we can definitely have somebody that works in that field, come on and talk about it. Um, you know, ideally, I mean, if the, the trick is finding somebody that would speak frankly on it, that's not trying to sell something. Um, but, but yeah, right. that's like, that's an idea of like a guest, um, you know, somebody, and, and we can, and, and we can, and we will reach out to the rock, um, and, and just, you know, see personally, if he would be willing to come on and share exactly what he does and what he goes through. And if he's healthy and we can check his heart. And Hell yeah. Can- some bitch <laughs> got to go check out jungle cruise. We can get him on there to do a little press for jungle cruise. <laughs> I mean, you know, he's trying to do press for jungle cruise. So this is our time. Did you see jungle cruise? I didn't. I loved, um, Jumanji. The first one that they did with the rock and, yeah. Crew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kevin and Hart and all. God help the people that did the second one. It made me so angry at how bad it was. Right. And so then when I saw this Jungle Cruise was coming out, I was to me this is just Jumanji 3. I don't give a rat's ass about any more movies until I get an apology <laughs> for Jumanji 2. Was Jumanji Disney? 
I don't know. I don't know. I think, I, I, I think, I, I don't think he's doing a care. I mean, I think the problem is they just like doing that old man voice. And so you watch Jumanji too. And you're like, they're going to do that fucking old man voice the whole time that this is what we're committing to. This is it. This was your big plan. <laughs> Oh, it's, it, it reminded me of doing an improv scene where you're like, I'm going to come out and do a voice. I never do voices. And then you're like, oh shit, I'm stuck in this. Yes. Know? And this is I like have, a $200 million two hour movie where they're stuck doing a bad impression. It's so, it's so maddening. Cause the first one was so good. And this one was a slap in the face to the Jumanji fans out there. Okay. It, 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 is it Jumanji three or is it part two? Jungle Cruise? <laughs> <laughs> no, Jumanji, the next level or whatever it is. No. So there was the Jumanji with like the, the kids and Robin Williams. Yeah. And then I don't think they considered the next one technically the second one, but they do find the they find that fucking thing out in the ocean that, or whatever. They find that fucking thing out in the ocean. And then so in, maybe in, in, and what happens? It mixes with a video game somehow. Yeah, it like kind of just like does it morph into the video game? Oh I feel maybe like that's it, what it does. Yeah. Like it just transforms it, itself into the video yeah, game. Yeah, something like Come that. Come on, Jumanji. That's a little it's a little lazy writing. <laughs> Anyways, I didn't sell a movie. It's fine. Um Maybe but, uh, maybe the the board game just uh, changes into a Nintendo. All right, I don't know. Yeah, I guess <laughs> okay, that's okay. Sounds good. Yeah. I tried to do a voice too, but see, voices are bad. <laughs> no, they're not. I do. I have been watching Sopranos, so I have realized a couple people I know named Chris. I now call him Christopher, <laughs> and that no no one asked me to do that and they'll ask me to stop eventually i'm sure i don't think so i think it i think it's uh, endearing um how do you like the show have you ever seen it before i hadn't seen it before and i have i had a really hard time getting into it and then there was something that happened in the second season i think it was with him uh with tony and carmella <laughs> and uh they got in a fight or something happened. And I was like, Oh, I'm in now. I want to see what happens. And yeah. so now I'm, now I'm crazy for it. And we have, um, nine episodes left. Oh, wow. Okay. So yeah, it really got you. That's yeah. usually what happens. The show is a true masterpiece. Have you read, have you ever read, did you, or not, not have you ever, are you reading the soprano sessions with it? No, what's that? It's really cool. I, Ben Rogers told me about it. Um, it's this, uh, these guys that are critics, I think for like the New York times or something, they, they wrote, uh, this is like a companion piece and they break down each episode and then talk about the symbolism and themes that come up in the episodes. Cause you know, you, you always know there's something cool. going on. You're like, there's some, this kind of means this, and this means something else. And it's, there's deeper stuff happening that, you know, some yeah. of it I would get and some of it I would kind of miss. And so, and then they also will interview cast and the creator, David chase. And so they'll have like, you know, with each episode you reach, you read, you watch, you read this, and then you get a little like kind of, you know, behind the scenes and beyond just some fun anecdotes, you actually get some, some, uh, you know, breakdown of what was happening in a, uh, in, in a smart way. I want to send it to cool. you so you can look yeah, at it. Yeah, please. I'd love to look at that. That sounds fun. Cause yeah. we've been watching just like interviews with the cast. That's how in we are. Yeah. 
you know, like, like, old, like it's like a 20 year reunion or, it was, or some, know, something. It was like, yeah. and they were like the guys that were old then were really old now. And yeah, uh, yeah, it's great. It's wild. I remember when I first watched it, I would really connect with Christopher and Adriana because they were kind of hot and young and stuff. And I was like, yeah, yeah that's, that's me. And then when I, I watched it recently, cause my wife had never seen it. And I was like, Oh, we are, <laughs> we're definitely in Tony and Carmela territory now. Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah. I can see that. Um, oh. but anyway, we can move on. So we'll, so we'll get the rock. Well, we'll, we'll talk to the rock and see if he'll do the show. Um, about basic come bringing us back to performance enhancing drugs. Right. I take a, I take a Celsius before I work out. So I consider that, you know, what is that? That's a drink that like <laughs> has caffeine in it or some shit. I don't know. I guess so. It makes me, uh, it makes me feel like I'm, I call it my morning white claw. Has <laughs> <laughs> like a kick. It's like, um, carbonated. So if like I drink it at 6 a.m. when I'm waking up and it kind of, you know, knocks me what, off my well, ass Aaron, a little bit. What is in it? Do you know what's in it? <laughs> Not off the top of my head. I mean, roughly, it's, it's, roughly. It's caffeine. I, okay, it's like okay. green. It's a like green tea based. Okay. I don't know. It's supposedly healthy. <laughs> Who knows? God you may want to look us. into that. I mean, you are hosting a, a show now. You may <laughs> oh, want to. I, I'm going to now. Yeah. Before I was just on my own doing whatever I wanted, drinking Celsius at 6 a.m. But it does make your heartbeat like <laughs> fast. Uh, yeah. So I would get you, you would say it's like an energy drink, but not like just some Red Bull. Like they're trying to put some healthy shit in there. Right. They're trying. Who knows? And you prefer that to coffee. Well, I like to have, Both? I like to enjoy my coffee later. Uh, okay. So this is, so that's when I started doing, it was like, I was trying to drink my coffee really fast so I would get awake. Yeah. But then I was sad and I wanted to, I wanted to enjoy my coffee. So I have it later after my heart slows down. <laughs> So this is just to get you into the buzz and then you have your coffee ritual later. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I kind of want to try one now. Celsius. The My favorite one is the orange one or the watermelon one. Those are my two favorite. Mm. Third place, the Fiji apple one. Mm, that's specific. And it's Fiji, yep. Fiji apple, not Fuji apple. <laughs> is there? No, it's Fiji. Fuji. Okay. Fuji, was, Fuji, Fiji. I'd love to try Fiji. I've never had that before. <laughs> Fiji apple is a very hard to find apple yeah. and it is delicious. So if you're lucky, one of the lucky people to try a Fiji apple in your life, uh, make a note. Okay. It's Aaron and Stanger here. We got to interrupt the episode really quick talk to you about another great sponsor we have for the show today feels you guys feels is a better way to feel better they are offering premium cbd that will keep your head clear and help you feel your best and you should know that cbd has been proven to greatly reduce anxiety pain and sleeplessness now aaron you've tried cbd what did it do for you in the past what are you looking for uh for it to do for you in the future what are you thinking where are you at with cbd yeah, I definitely use CBD for like my sore shoulder. I have a, a reoccurring pain in my shoulder that uh, CBD has really helped um, kind of clear that up. I think I'm interested in CBD helping me sleep better at night. The sleeplessness. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. I'd like to try it for that too. 
Um, CBD is great and feels as great because it works naturally to help you feel better. There's no hangover or addiction. So if you are trying it for sleeplessness or something, you take it at night, you're going to wake up refreshed. You're not going to feel hungover. No, no need to worry mm. about addiction. Yeah. CBD like feels they're going to get you set up with something. They got me set up a while back. It's kind of nice. Came to my house in a, um, like a, like a briefcase type box, like a whole Ooh. setup of all their, of all their stuff. And an interesting thing about CBD is that every person has a different dose. And uh, the way you get started is you place a few drops of feels under your tongue. You're going to feel the difference within minutes. But it's, again, like I said, it's dose dependent on the individual. So there is a little bit of a discovery process. But feels, our great sponsor, offers a free CBD hotline that'll help guide you through the discovery process. So... Hmm. They're going to help you sort it out so that you know the right amount that you should be taking and, uh, you know, make sure that you're clear on that and on point because it can be a little tricky to get started. Kind of nice, right? Yeah, that's really great. Yeah. And I like that it's shipped directly to your doorstep. It only takes a few days. Um, it's the new natural healthy way to feel better. Um, I use a subscription. The subscription is great. Um, I joined the monthly membership because, uh, it helps me save money. I can also pause or cancel my order at any time. Great feature to have. Yeah, that's nice. Okay, so start feeling better with Feels. Become a member today by going to feels.com slash dumbbells. You'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash dumbbells to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. Feels.com slash dumbbells. Today's episode is also sponsored by Honey. Now we all shop online. Aaron, you shop online? I love it. I live for it. We live for shopping online. It's easy. It's convenient. It's pretty much what people are doing these days. It's rare that you go to a store anymore to shop. Um, I mean, really, you know, I like it. You yeah. know, it's, it's fun. It's like you're, you're, you, you get the excitement of buying it online. Then it shows up, uh, you know, a couple of days later in package form. That's exciting. Yeah. Like a present you mailed to yourself. Yeah. It's a lot of perks. Now here's the downside of online shopping. Pretty much anywhere you go to shop online, they're going to ask you for a promo code. And more often than not, you're not going to have the promo code and you're going to miss out on the savings. And it's a weird little taunt. It's just like, wow, you could have potentially saved some money, but you don't have a promo code and there you are paying full price like a sucker. Yeah, like a dork. Like a dork. And like, who do we have to talk to to get these promo codes? You could you could give them your email and then they're going to yeah. contact you for the rest of your life, right? Past the end of your life. They're going to yeah. find you wherever you go. Your grandkids. Your grandkids are like, I'm so <laughs> glad that my dad saved 10 bucks at Banana Republic, but now they're going <laughs> to... They're going to, you know, attend my wedding. Um, not the case, guys, if you have Honey. Thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupons and codes has become a thing of the past. What is Honey, you might be asking? It's a good question. It's a fair question. Honey is the free browser extension that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. They're doing it. They solve it all for you. You get the you get the honey thing going on your desktop and it does it for you. You don't have to do any work. It automatically does it. And uh you're probably wondering, Aaron, what 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 stores are we talking about? Are they honey stores? Yeah. Yeah. Are honeys do do the, does honey have a store? No, they don't. 
They have over 30,000 different stores they're using. They're ranging from sites that have tech and gaming products to popular fashion brands and even food delivery. So it's not like it's some little collection of stores that are just trying to, you know, job you or game you or something. Honey's got all these ones covered. So you're buying a little gadget, getting some food delivered, or you're buying yourself a beautiful jacket. They're going to give you you some savings. Yes. Yeah. So uh, when you get to checkout, this is how it works. When you get to checkout and you got Honey working for you, the Honey button drops down and all you have to do is click apply coupons. You wait a few seconds as Honey searches for coupons and boom, you watch your prices drop. I've used it. I uh, recently bought myself a new blender. I wanted to get like a, a new, more high power blender, something that I could do some smoothies on. Um, I used Honey. They had the brand I wanted, wanted a Vitamix, got it, saved myself $35. Pretty good little chunk of savings right there, right? Yeah, that's great. Yeah. 35 bones. I mean, that's going right into ingredients that I'm putting in that sucker. Right? That's right. That's great. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, I could use, I could use this. Yes. You got to try it, Aaron. Um, and I'm not the only one that has saved. Honey has found it's over 17 million members, over $2 billion in savings. I'm one of them. If you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out on free savings. It's literally free and installs in a few seconds. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting this podcast. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash dumbbells. That's joinhoney.com slash dumbbells. You guys, we also want to talk to you about another great sponsor we have called Reserve Bar. Reserve Bar is the online source of premium luxury spirits, wine, and champagne. Ooh-wee. Yeah, Aaron, it's a good time over at Reserve Bar. Uh, they sent me, uh, they, they gave me an opportunity to try out their stuff. I loved it. I went on reservebar.com. I looked around. I wasn't sure what they had. I was like, oh, I wonder if they'll they'll have what I'm into, mm, you know, mm-hmm. because I was like, is it just like Reserve Bar brands or something like that? No, they have everything you could imagine. You mentioned uh, The Rock earlier, Terramana. They've got that. They've got, I got myself some Patron on there. Okay. Um, I like the, uh, I like the bottle. I like the kind of teardrop shaped bottle that Patron comes in. Yes. And so I was looking around on the site. Uh, I found a, uh, a nice big bottle of silver Patron and it came in a beautiful decorative tin. So I just ordered that one. Wow. I was like, why not treat myself? Yeah. And I was like, you know what? This would be a great gift. I could have, you know what I should have done? When you took over co-hosting duties, I should have sent you a nice bottle of champagne. Yeah, Frick, Stanger, (laughs) come on. I love alcohol. Maybe I'll do that. Maybe (laughs) I'll do that one of these days. We don't know. Listen, it's a cool place to go. Just kind of look around. Every celebrity you can think of, everybody's got a spirit they're doing now. You know, you want to figure out who's doing what. If they got one, hopefully one day we'll get the dumbbells on there. We'll have our own kind of spirit that we're doing. That could be fun. Ooh, fun. Yes. And like, uh, we'll have a well-built man or woman um, on the bottle. Yes. That might be cool. Yeah. 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 And uh, here's another thing I like. Now, you like to throw parties. Yes. Right? Oh, yes. I love just had a pool. Just had an outdoor party, maybe a pool party at your house recently. We did an outdoor movie night. Outdoor movie night. Okay. At Reserve Bar, they have ready-to-drink cocktails. So you can order these things. They're already pre-made. They taste better than ever. And the pre-mixed drinks are great to have on hand at an outdoor event because they simplify the whole bar mixing process. It's already done for you. 
great, right? Yeah, that yeah. would have saved me uh, just an, just a lot of spilled <laughs> simple syrup. Yeah, a lot of caps lying around. Yeah, that's t- dogs will chew on the caps. That's an issue. <laughs> yeah. so, you know, yeah, yeah it's, it's wild. Anyway, check out reservebar.com. They've got beautiful stuff there. You can build your own beautiful bar. They've got cocktails, um, recipes. They've got stories behind your favorite brands. It's a good time. It's a good resource. Couldn't be easier to use. Total slam dunk ordering online. Very easy and comes right to your door. No muss, no fuss. Visit reservebar.com today and use promo code dumbbells, two Bs, to save $10 off your purchase of $75 or more on spirits, wine, or pre-made cocktails. But only when you use our special offer at reservebar.com with code dumbbells. That's reservebar.com and code dumbbells. This offer expires December 31st, 2021. So get going on that. So you get, get those gifts in, right? Christmas is coming up. Yeah. Right in the corner. Yeah. Stock up for the new year. And now back to the episode. What's uh, Rock's got an energy drink. You should try his Zoa. Z- Zoa? Z-O-A. Yeah. I like his tequila. This tequila is a, a Terramana. Yeah. I always get excited when I see it. Like I'm somehow helping the rock. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I did. I, I have seen the rock in real life. Wow. At the premiere of rampage. Mm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, what a dumb movie, but fun, dumb, like, yeah, like oh, yeah. a very exciting to see that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, you know, yeah. Um, George, the monkey, what about where the, where the monkey did like he's the monkey is huge at the end or the ape rather. And he gestures to the rock who had, you know, in the course of this, in the course of this adventure, he, um, he kind of strikes up a romance with somebody that's also basically saving the world with him. And George sees him and sees the girl and he gestures to him like the, uh, circle yeah. and then like jams his finger through it to do like the universal sign for oh my gosh you can't uh, no one has talked to that monkey about just the last 15 years <laughs> just like you can't just just walk away big monkey walk away i know but i did like everybody in the theater laughed at that part and then my kid was pretty little at the time and then uh, after the movie, he said, hey, dad. And then he did the little motion. Oh, no. The, I was like, oh, all right. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right, my gosh. My, I love that. PG-13. I don't know. Um, let, we can move on, but I got to tell. I've told this story before, but I, I actually met The Rock one time. Whoa. Yeah. And uh, he was really nice, but it was kind of a crushing meeting. Um, I was writing coverage uh, for scripts for this uh, production company called mayhem pictures. And they had a shingle at Disney. Maybe they still do. I don't know. And they, um, so writing coverage is where you, you, you basically just read scripts that come in and then write, you know, you just assess them and, uh, you know, determines a lot of times it'll determine if they find their way up to the kind of principal people at that production company, you know? So it's like, they have like a criteria, you grade it on like a number system. And so anyway, you just read because they get like hundreds and hundreds of scripts. And usually, I mean, if something's really good, it's going to find its way through, but you know, they, they don't have time to get through all of it and something could fall through the cracks or maybe something that like is, you know, they can, 
oh, this isn't right, but the writer is really good or whatever. So anyway, I was writing coverage for them and they were doing, uh, they do a lot of sports movies. And so some of the movies they had done were The Rookie um, mm-hmm. with Dennis Quaid and Miracle about the uh, hockey team. The hockey, yeah. Yeah. And they did Invincible um, with Mark Wahlberg. That was going on while I was there. And they were setting up this movie called The Game Plan with The Rock. And it was kind of like, uh, it, they made the movie. He was a quarterback and finds out he had a daughter he never knew about. She gets left on his doorstep. And then, you know, and it was, it was an interesting, cool. ex- yeah, it's sweet, but it was an interesting experience in doing this movie because the original screenplay was really good. It was like three men and a baby. And then the movie ended up kind of being more of a broad comedy kind of corny, but, a, mm. you know, and that's the direction it got taken from them into. But when they set it up, they wanted it to be more like three men and a baby, have a little more heart and stuff, but it, 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 it wasn't as grounded in the final product. But anyway, <laughs> the rock was doing it. And so it was a big deal. They got him signed on. It's a big Disney movie. It's going. There's all this kind of back and forth. I remember they sent him a football. He was staying at like a, their, their, their um, offices were right by the water in Santa Monica and he was staying at some nice hotel. And so I had to go like hand drop off a football to the uh, hotel (laughs) that they were like sending up to him (laughs) and all this shit. Yeah. And so I was like, I was like, wow, this is like for the rock. And like, it was all like real hush hush. And then, so he was coming to the production office um, or the, the production company office, really small office. There's like two principal guys. There was an assistant and maybe one other smaller producer and then me, like one intern. So it's like five people in this office or I don't know, you do the math, however many I listed. <laughs> I, you can I won't, out. I won't. <laughs> so he's coming over there and like, I'm like, holy shit. Like I had just came to LA and like, I was like, man, I play football, kind of want to do acting. Um, I'm like, I'm very similar to him. And uh, like, I'm, <laughs> and I know he's like, I know he's very funny and I'm also very funny and like I can do impressions and I'm thinking like, I'll probably do an imp- I'm not delusional, but the office is so small and everybody talks to each other. And I was like, I'll probably do an impression. Like I would make them laugh. I was like, I'm going to, I'm probably going to end up friends with them. <laughs> oh my God. This is so like, I'm like nervous. Like yeah. this is a horror movie that I'm watching. Okay. It, it ends totally fine, Aaron. So okay, relax. Okay, it's, okay. it's totally fine. So it's like the day's getting closer and like I would listen on all their phone calls and like take notes and all that shit. And so mm-hmm. like, I know when it's coming, I know when he's going to get there. And so, and this is like, this is early on in his career. Like he had done like Scorpion King and that mummy Amazing movie film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and then maybe like one or two other things. And this was like a big, you know, kind of Disney this was like him, maybe he'd done the rundown or something, but this was him doing like kind of like kindergarten cop or something. Right. So it was like early on ish in his career. He wasn't, he was very popular, but he wasn't quite the mega star he is now, but, but still on the very, on a very big level. So he comes into the office and uh, like I'm in there and like, he's looking immediately for the guys who he has the meeting with, not me, of course. And, <laughs> and I'm like, so I say like, Hey, uh, you know, my name's Ryan. I'm a really big fan. Uh, it's so cool. You're doing this movie or something and it's nice to meet you. And so he's really direct, gives me a great handshake, looks me in the eye and he says, Hey man, that's really nice to hear. It's nice to meet you too. And then just goes right into the office. (laughs) So it was super nice. And the energy that I got from him was that he meets 
10 million rock fans a day and wrestling weirdos with like tattoos of him on their chest and stuff. Yeah. And so he has a very nice way that he deals with people that isn't like, get the fuck out of my face or who the hell are you or whatever. But I definitely got the, uh, Hey brother, very nice to meet you. Appreciate the <laughs> shout out, man. Now I need to talk to the grownups. You know, I was like, all yeah. right. Yeah. And so, God, I mean, I'm glad he was nice. That's good. Couldn't have been nicer, <laughs> but I can, I know exactly that. Okay, and now that, that's done. All right, bye. Okay, bye. Yes, but I love little baby Stinger. Wanted to do an impression for him. Oh, oh man, that's... I thought for sure it's like it's gonna come up, man. It did will you come have up. one ready, or were you just like of course winging it? What was no, it? I just no, I wasn't gonna like. I wasn't trying to write the moment. You know, I okay, guess I kind of okay, was, yeah. but I was like freewheeling, like whatever it's gonna be. You know, you name it. I had done like I would call for those guys and do phone pranks and stuff. I just thought, I thought it was going to happen. <laughs> it wasn't like a real corporate office, you know, where it was yeah. like I was working behind a desk or something. Like it was like a, it, it, the office almost felt like an apartment. There were separate rooms and stuff, but I don't know. I thought we were all going to be in there hanging out, joking around and shit. <laughs> Definitely not the case. <laughs> Hi. Yes. It, thank you. Nice. Bye. Okay. Bye. Yes. Okay, it okay, had the, it, it was this great kind of it could only happen that this guy's such a pro that he could just with his niceness and assertive presence create yep. finality to this interaction. Like this is over. <laughs> yeah. Like a, like boundaries, like yes. immediate oh, yeah. boundaries. That's, that's, what, that's totally what it is. <laughs> I do. I I'm like, that is such an interesting, like, because when like, what if that would have been like Meryl Streep? You know, yeah. where, like, would you just the difference of like that giant man and then like a, a like an older woman actress, like uh, maybe someone would have called her a bitch. But this guy has it like down to a science where he's assertive and not a bitch, you know? No. And I wouldn't even call it didn't even feel assertive. Like it was like a nice smile. I mean, what could I say was, you know, the guy shook my hand looked me in the eye, said it was yeah. very nice to meet me. And I was like, bye. <laughs> and scene. It's yeah. done. Yeah. God, I I've love seen that. Streep at uh, the Santa Monica stairs before working out. Oh, that's adorable. Yeah. I would have loved to have talked to her. She's one of my all time faves. River wild. Come on. I, I, hey, yo, um, Streep, what's up with river wild? <laughs> I helped her one time at the hotel I worked at. Ooh, nice. Just very, yeah, she was nice, yeah. but similar, like just kind of like, there, there was no need to talk too much. It was like, oh, <laughs> oh, that's the, it was like, um, a light in her room was, uh, wasn't working. So I just, ha that's the light. Good. I'll be, you know, I'll send someone right up. Like, <laughs> great. Thanks. Great. Uh, you're an amazing actress. I, no, but I, I kept it. I kept it business only. You didn't scream devil wears Prada at the top of your lungs. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> okay. I didn't. And that is my biggest regret in my life. <laughs> okay. We'll get that light looked at. It's Sophie's choice. <laughs> what? <laughs> Never mind. Uh, <sighs> yeah, I'm a huge fan of hers. But look, guys, you know, so Streep, we'll get Streep on. We'll get the rock on, guaranteed. We'll at least try. <laughs> um, Aaron, do you have any, um, you know, overall thoughts about show direction? Um, stuff that you wanted to bring to the show. I do. I, I am really 
I would like to see and hear people's fitness stories, even if they're just um, like, if you have some story you want to send us in an email, like a little bit longer form, something that we could read on, uh, read on the podcast, um, like kind of like celebrating fitness goal wins or kind of like sharing, you know, somebody asked us about motivation. And I think that, um, for us to talk more about like staying motivated and stuff like that. And I, for me, I, I get a lot of motivation from hearing other people's stories. So, you know, if you're a person out there that has something to share with our listeners, like please write in, I'd love to um, share that, you know, with your permission online or on, on the podcast. And um, I think that's something that I am excited and would like to, to bring to this podcast is the voice of the people. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's pretty cool. Um, I know. I'm sorry. No, no, it's great. I think, yeah, I like, I like breakthroughs, fitness breakthroughs. Like what, what did it, you know? Yeah. That, you know, that was something that in having, um, a lot of the guests on we had before was always what we would try to get to is like, what, you know, what did it for you? And you know, it's the similar themes come up, but the, you know, and similar paths, but the, the way that people word it, or the specific thing in there that did it is always different. And I think that can be really helpful. You know, it's mm -hmm. like you, you need to hear the right thing at the right time in the right way, you know? Yep. And so having a lot of that can be helpful because it's like, Ooh, I never thought of it that way. And that's, that would put, that's what pushed me over the edge. Yeah. So that's, I, I think that's my thing. I'm the most excited about, um, sharing people's stories, letting people learn from each other, pass ideas back and forth. Cause that's what so much of fitness is and like learning to eat and what works for you, what doesn't work for you. Why take us through it. Take us through it. Uh, we also want to uh, look into potentially doing some live shows as things start to open up more and more. So that's something to keep in mind. Um, we'd love to see you guys out at live shows. Yeah, we will do push-up competitions. Yeah. <laughs> I just think that would be fun. Push-up competitions and then like some sort of balance. Balance competitions? Competition, yeah. Are mm -hmm. you good at push-ups? No. I hate no. push-ups, but I have to be I have to be able to do them for my job. If yeah. you if you as a trainer, I do feel like you can be any um, fitness level to be a trainer, but like you want to see your trainer as long as there's nothing like physically stopping them from being able to like an injury or something like that. Like you want to see your trainer be able to do a push up. you know? I think it's reasonable. Uh, it's, you know, something that, uh, I would ask if I was going to hire a trainer, I was like, no, get down and bang out a few push ups. Yeah, let me see you do some damn push ups before yeah. you, you tell me what to do. Before I open my fucking wallet up. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, so let's, let's do this. I want to hear, you know, what's going on with you, health, fitness, and diet right now. I mean, I can, I, and you can ask me or I can, I, I, I might talk about it a lot. So I don't know. I don't know if I have new, anything new to, in, 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 to, to add to that. And then we can answer a couple of these questions that came in. Cool. Sound good. Yeah, I the thing I'm doing right now with my own fitness is I am I'm just I just did all of my new PRs. So I did like um deadlift and bench or not I haven't done the bench yet. I need to do that one. Um squat, 
back squat. Um, Bonch Sue. <laughs> that soup, that gross soup you're pushing. <laughs> yeah. The Bonch Sue bench. Um, I, I tried to run a faster mile. I failed there. Um, what was the other thing I'd had to do? Did everything oh, else shoulder improve? press? Um, yeah, by a little bit. Okay. A little bit. Um, I will say deadlifts. I love deadlifts so much, but they mess up my lower back mm. and not in a permanent way yet, but in a way that like I'm, I did that, my deadlift PR on like Thursday last week and I still feel it today. So, but that do dance you, class helped actually, which with, with all, and I think it was because of how much stretching we had to do. Um, so that was good, but do, so that's do what I'm do, doing is my PRs right now. Stiff legged deadlifts. No, I do a little bend in my little knee. Bend. Yeah. And I think my stance is closer. I do a, just a little bit closer. It's not super wide. Um, some people go fucking wide as hell on those things. I've been noticing like way out there, like they're, um, yeah. like sumo wrestling, you know, when they first start, you know? Yeah. And they do their walkout. Yeah. They, I mean, they, they might be doing a sumo deadlift. That is a thing, oh, but, makes sense. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but it is some people like it because it, you're a little lower, mm. so you don't have to lean down so far, but it doesn't, that doesn't help me at all. Um, <laughs> how, how tall are you, Aaron? I'm five, nine, five, nine. Okay. Five, nine. Um, and then, so after we get these working but, weights or oh, wait, after wait, we get just the, tell us, tell us what happened with the mile. What, what happened on the mile? Oh, my fastest mile, I think in my life has only, has been like a seven minute. It was like seven fifteen. Um, and I, like I tried to run a seven minute mile and it was like, I think I, I got it in like seven forty five, and I was like, so tanked. I couldn't like, yeah. So, you know, I, that's something I haven't really worked too hard on. So I didn't go really far back, but it was, I wasn't able to beat that time. And I don't know that I ever will. Right. I just, you know, sometimes with running fast for me, the stars really have to line up and. And you've been running a bunch with Charlie, right? Is it, have you had to adjust your pace for him? That could have, that could have messed you up. You know, sometimes if you train at a little slower pace, you know, yeah, that's true. Um, Charlie actually still pulls me a little bit, so I think I might be running faster. Oh, that's good. Him. All right. He's out in front on that. Well, I'm, I, I'm, what I'm trying to do is run fast enough that he isn't pulling yeah. me. So I'm like, I feel like I'm sprinting sometimes. Um, but when he gets tired, that's when we have a good running pace. Okay. But I really only take him for, he just turned one. So I was like kind of just doing like the, a half a mile sure. with him. When he's pulling you, does it look like a crazy scene from Beethoven or something? <laughs> oh yeah. Cause I, I look like I just got done with like an office job yeah. and my shirts like half was out and I'm just, you know, papers flying everywhere. Papers oh everywhere. God. <laughs> yeah. But no, yes, it looks like that for sure. Okay. <laughs> for sure. Uh, Good to know. So, okay. So you mentioned you get, you're getting these new PRs and then what are you doing with them? You're just going to, so, so the new PRs, I can't remember. <laughs> yes. Put them Throw on a chalkboard, the <laughs> put them on a chalkboard and, and, and flaunt it. 
Um, no, share I, it telepathically with a kid, like in uh, Doctor Sleep. Uh, never mind. Go ahead. Oh yeah, you saw my face. I have no clue. <laughs> Doctor Sleep. <laughs> um, no, I. So uh, my trainer Cricket is. Um, she is taking my PRs, and then like there's a chart that kind of helps us figure out kind of where my working weights should be. Oh, cool. So, so that I'm making sure I'm not over or under, you know, in my regular workouts, um, you know, so trying to, cause like, I'll always grab like the twenties, but maybe I need to grab the thirties instead, mm. you know, just out of habit. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's what we're working on is trying to see what my working weights are. We are going, uh, my husband and I, we're going to go to Hawaii for our honeymoon at the end of the year. And so I do have a little bit of like, like I, I have that in the back of my mind. Like yeah. I'm going to Hawaii. I want to, you know, feel good in my skin. So I've taken a few, uh, well, I've taken a month and a half off of, of regulating my diet too closely. So I'm, you know, I'm kind of in that phase of let's tighten it back up. Let's see what we're, let's see let's watch what we're doing here and uh, go from there. So those are kind of yeah. my two I'm trying to get my new working weights locked in and uh, thinking about that Hawaii vacay. Yeah. Cause you just, you know, you're coming off getting married and I'm sure you weren't, a, you're not a psycho about it, but you were watching what you were doing, right. you know, going into that, you know, you right. have like these kind of like natural things that'll pop up in life that can, you know, help, kind of keep you on track a little bit. And so, you know, a big, a big trip where you're going to spend a lot of time on the beach is a good one. Yeah. 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 And I, I don't, I'm not, I'm like, I don't ever want to be so crazy that I miss out on living a normal life and, you know, treats and stuff. But my life, like it was my husband's birthday. It was my best friend's birthday in the last like month. And so, and then it's been like weddings, showers. It's just been like so much extra drinking. I don't normally do Plus like a bunch of random eating contests that didn't help. <laughs> yeah. Which they I all like, have to be in the same couple of months here. <laughs> yeah. Wait for my husband's birthday. We did do a master chef birthday and it was awesome. And it wasn't an eating competition, but it was a cooking competition. Wait, what, how, how was this? What was it like you guys made it up or did you have somebody run it or what? No, I just ran it. We just had, um, you know, it was kind of like a chopped master chef fusion birthday, but we made his friends bring over a signature dish that they got to, that they had to prepare before they got to the house. Um, and then we had a, do you watch master chef? Uh, I've seen it before. Tom Colicchio. Tom Colicchio master chef. no, Oh, he's, um, he's top chef. Sorry. Gordon Ramsay. Gordon, Gordon Ramsay. Ramsay. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I've seen it before. I just people crying and like, this is not how you <laughs> yes. make risotto. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's like, it's like, I'm watching it right now. Might. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there's the impression that would the rock would have loved it. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. That's the best um, goddamn Gordon Ramsay I've ever seen. Some bitch. <laughs> Whoa, we, we did it. <laughs> um, uh, so the, we did a, uh, the, 
what's it called? The taste test, blind taste test challenge, which you'd be surprised. People are, when you take someone's sight away, it is, you forget it. Scary. And then, uh, and then we did a mystery box challenge for the last one. And I just went to the store and got like what ingredients that I thought were crazy, but that could maybe work, but would be a little weird. And so people made, and then the final three made that. And then, you know, then they got a hundred dollars. That's awesome. What was the best thing you ate? Well, I was hosting it, so I did. I barely ate any of the food because I was running okay. around like a chick with my head cut off. Um, so oh, I'm gonna man. have to say an ego waffle. <laughs> wow, that's exciting. <laughs> what was the consensus like? Did anything surprise you? Like, like, oh shit, this this ended up being the the. You know, the three finalists that got to the mystery box challenge. Um, the judges all were like shocked that it was actually like all three were very good. Mm. and different. And there was the same ingredients. So I was, I was like, oh, okay, that sounds nice, but I didn't get to try any of those. Uh, well, that's a hell of an idea for a party. Good for you. That's fun. It was fun. I mean, Jason, and I got into it over the, uh, over the podcast, over the pandemic. <laughs> so Pandemcast. We've, we've been, I have been wanting to try a mystery box challenge. Um, and I was like, he and I should just do it where like I buy the stuff and then he has to make the dinner from it. That's so, cool. That still might happen eventually. Uh, yeah, wait, I liked, he did Ramsey did one with kids, right? Wasn't that, didn't he do one? He one? did do one with kids and I can't watch it. He's nice to the kids though. He's nice to the kids, but you still have to eliminate them. And that is yeah. just like weird. <laughs> Get your knives and get the fuck out of here. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Mom. mom? Is my mom here? I mean, it's just such a, I can't imagine him with children, but we, uh, we watched Zumbo's just desserts on, um, Netflix, which was kind of fun. Oh yeah. I saw that advertised, but I never watched it. Is it good? Yeah. They only did like two seasons and, um, the thing that's fun about it is they, the, the chefs are all pretty talented. Like it's, I guess it's more in line with the great British bake off. Like it's not, it's not like people oh, up there yeah. just, it's not about how bad they are. It's like, they're trying to do a good job. So they kind of cast it well with people that are trying to do a good job and it's all dessert. So it's fun for kids. And Zumbo is like, um, I think he's like Australian and, uh, he makes these really whimsical desserts that are kind of, like Willy Wonka and the chocolate factory type shit. Like where it's like Matt, like it truly looks magic where you're like, holy shit, how does he do that? And so cool. they, he has a co-host who's really good because he's just a talented chef and just is not used to really talking. So it's, it's always interesting when like, Oh, you finally get to hear from zoom. And he's like, Oh, like how you put a little bit of smoke in there. Top, <laughs> top hat. And it tasted quite nice. Good crunch. Delicious. Good job. And you're like, oh, okay, wow. <laughs> so they add a lot of like pageantry, like, wow, and like music and woo. And then the co-host is all like animated and stuff. And then Zumbo comes in. Oh, the chocolate tastes quite nice. He did a good job. <laughs> Bravo. <laughs> wow. That yeah. is that. I like that because that's the same with like Gordon Ramsay. Like, was he ever like, did he set out to be on TV? No, but he got really good at his job. Yeah. He has, you know, charisma he's got good hair good hair he has great hair he is he is hot i'll be honest you think he's hot i do i think talent is hot 
Mm. And that, and he is hot and, well, he's talented and he has great hair. So that combined, hot. Yeah. That's all well, there. You I heard ho- it here, folks. You heard it here. That's just what I was going to say. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. So food, so food stuff. So now you're just, you're just kind of getting back to more, you know, getting back to your more re- stable, regular yeah. kind of eating schedule. Yeah. A little bit more, um, I call, I, I've been trying to call it bland days. Have I mm. talked about that here? No, I like it though. Um, I just like, I try to do it like twice a week where I like, don't put goat cheese in my eggs and it, it kind of like helps me. Um, it, that's just one example, but sounds like a like, Dr. Seuss book. <laughs> <laughs> hey, interesting. It does. Uh, so I'm just kind of trying to take a little bit of the, I did that the other day when my stomach didn't feel great. And I like kind of took out some of the, like I didn't have, you know, hot this like yummy hot sauce on everything. I like tried to have just like bread and toast and like try to kind of like bland it down for the day. Cause I was trying to see if like, if my stomach was upset because of like the milk or what, you know, right. Trying to see what was going on. An elimination diet. Yeah. And so I, I just like, now I do like, I'm, I did it like twice in one week and it was good for my brain to be like the other days you can have the fun stuff, but today I have like, just like kind of the boring stuff because you know, no one wants to feel like you can never have the fun stuff. So it, it worked well for my mind. So that's kind of like what I'm trying to do is take a few days and take out the fun stuff. And I like it. Bread and, and toast. Is that what I said? Bread and yeah. toast? Bread yeah. and butter? <laughs> I meant bread and butter. Whoops. It's all good. I, I, I liked, I was like, hmm, get a little, put a little bread in that toast. <laughs> it's like a texture sandwich. Um, Ew, God, that does sound weird. Now, would there be butter on it at all? No, I mean, not how you described it. No. <laughs> oh, you're right. I'm the chef here. I am uh, the chef now. Yeah. In the mystery box, we have bread and <laughs> toast. All right. Let's see what we can do here. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, I, I'm with you. It's all, it's all a mind trick. I yep. think that like, um, you know, sometimes people will put off, uh, you know, following a stricter diet. If you want to use those words when there is the, um, the, the dread that it's going to be like, Oh, that's the end of my, you know, my fun kind of frivolous snacks, you know? And so yeah. they're just like, I'll just keep going with the, uh, you know, the, uh, the no diet for a while because I don't want to give all that shit up. But if you just, you, you do whatever you have to, to make yourself know that it's, you will be able to continue to have that stuff. I think it helps a lot. You know, you're less likely to put yeah. stuff off. Yeah. I think with, with food for me, it helps me to take it literally day by day. Yeah. <laughs> because because yeah. uh, in the past I have found that like if I think of it in week even week spans, I go, well, this week is fucked. So, yeah. Just to hell with it and then and then it's game on. Um so then if it's just like every day you just have to be like what are, like today I literally said out loud to myself, you need to drink all of your water today. Cause I just this weekend I didn't, I don't, I like left my water bottle in my husband's car and then just never drank water because I couldn't find my water bottle. <laughs> That's the end of that. 
So it was stupid, but I know that that really affects my body. I could tell, like when I woke up this morning, I was like, I gotta get my Celsius. <laughs> gotta get my white claw, my morning white claw. Definitely anyway, so didn't, didn't skip out on the weird <laughs> caffeine drink, but water, if I don't have my bottle, not going to have it. It's not happening. Um, so that, that's my food. I, that's my, that's my story right now. All right. I dig it. Nothing well, too crazy. Um, I, we can answer a couple of these questions and then we'll get out of here. I can actually tell you guys a little bit about myself with this question, with what I'm doing workout wise. Joe Shrewsbury says, Stanger, have you been sticking with the Peloton now that gyms are opening back up? I've been thinking about picking one up. Former runner with bad knees. Um, that'd be cool if like uh, that was your automatic way that you closed out emails, like instead of like sent from my iPhone or whatever, like <laughs> former runner with bad knees. Um, <laughs> that well, would be fun. Joe Shrewsbury. Uh, I ha so the Peloton, I've talked about this a little bit before, but it's evolved. Um, when I was, when everything was completely locked down and I wasn't going outside my house um, to a gym for fitness, I would use it every day just because I, I liked the fact that it was something that was vigorous, um, that felt really hard that I could do every single day. Um, and, you know, more so because I, I, similar, like I'm too beat up to really jog with any kind of regularity or do sprints. And so it has to be, uh, something low impact on a bike, um, for me, if I'm really want to like go hard at it. And so the Peloton kind of offered that for me. And I don't know if I could, if how much I would do it, if I just had like an upright bike that wasn't, you know, I didn't have somebody kind of driving the class. I've done different hit workouts on a stationary bike. And I'll do them, but definitely not to the degree or the intensity that I do if it's somebody else kind of running the class. Uh, so, so Peloton or, you know, insert whatever one you want for that soul cycle, I think as a bike Nordic track does, um, whoever it is, I like somebody telling me like, do this, do that, do what, and I'll be like a good little soldier and do it. Uh, so now that gyms open back up, I've been going to the gym a lot and, uh, you know, doing weights. I had some weights at home, but I've been doing stuff in the gym, which has been great. And I've been doing stair stepper and kind of diversifying what I'm doing from a cardio or, or hit standpoint. And so it's taken a little bit of pressure off the Peloton in the sense that I don't, I was getting a little bit of burnout cause I was doing it every day. And now I'll do it maybe like three or four times a week, three times a week, sometimes two times a week. And I'll do just like a really hard hit class on it. And, uh, before I would go 30 minutes or 45 minutes. And then now like maybe I'll do some stair stepper at the gym and then I'll come home and I'll do like 20 minutes on the Peloton. They have like 15 or 20 minute, um, hit classes or Tabata classes. And I'll do those. So that's been kind of cool. Cause I, I usually didn't do any of the shorter duration classes cause I was building my workout around it. And so I would need to do the big chunk of time. And so now I've been doing like these kind of 15 or 20 minute, you know, really hard, really intense, shorter workouts. And so it's evolved. And so I would say, yes, even with the gym still open, I'll probably always use it in some capacity. Um, and it was definitely, you know, a real luxury to have when things were shut down. So that's kind of what I'm doing there. Food stuff's always the same, you know, always a struggle. <laughs> mm -hmm. I usually can could stick to pretty healthy things, but I just like to eat a lot, you know? So it's just a matter of managing those portions and knowing that I don't need to have a big 
trough of food for every meal. I can have, you know, a reasonably sized meal. Um, you know, that's, that's always the dilemma for me. I don't, I'm not, I can stick to, you know, for the most part, eating kind of healthy, nutritious, um, nutritive stuff, but it's just a matter of, um, the portions. Yeah. Got a, you know, I got a little, uh, pig like tendencies. I, well, speaking of that, I went to a buffet for the first time since COVID. So in two years, yeah. Um, yesterday and I, I realized I have gotten better at listening to my body in those situations. And that felt like a, a win where I was like, I guess I technically could go back. It's a buffet, but I, I like took my time and I like enjoyed the food I did get. Unbelievable. And it was so weird. I was like, who am I? This is a new, this is a new version of me. So where, where'd you go? Golden Corral. <laughs> I'll <laughs> never tell my sources. No, I went to the, like, there's like a Hilton city walk. They have like oh, this nice. magnificent buffet. It had like crab legs. Like it had like a wow, sushi yeah, chef. Like, it was like very fancy. It was cool, but it also had like your run of the mill, like, uh, you know, hotel eggs. I'm like, will any, no matter how fancy a hotel is, their eggs are always the same. They're like made from a powder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I love them and I ate them anyway. So yeah. Okay. Uh, um, no problem. Mrs. Streep. We'll get that light fixed immediately. And just so you know, we do have hotel <laughs> eggs here. If you're interested, <laughs> no matter how nice the <laughs> eggs are always the same. I used to work at a country club, uh, and, uh, they did these Sunday morning brunches that were like that, like crazy champagne brunches with like an ice sculpture yep. and all this shit. And I would just fucking eat everything <laughs> in sight. But the kind of workaround with the, um, eggs was they had an omelet chef. And so I'd buddy, oh, yeah. up, I'd buddy up with the omelet chef and, you know, <laughs> this is the sixth omelet I made you. I think they were actually cracking eggs for those omelets. Cause they needed it. They oh, needed it yeah. in like in a liquid thing, you know, cause he would make them fresh. There. Yeah, he'd that's cr- true. Yeah. He'd crack the eggs there. That's uh, so funny. Yeah. That uh, you would be eating six. Wow. I wow, mean, wow. completely out of control, like a true, like a raccoon in a dumpster, just <laughs> eating everything. I've told, I've told on the show before I, I would eat off of people's plates. Um, especially not as much for the brunch. Cause I could steal food off the brunch mm-hmm. there and they let us go through it at the end. But at night when I was doing the dinners, like if people wouldn't finish their food and at first, like I was kind of careful about it. And then I would just, <laughs> I would even eat where they bit. <laughs> no like, regard. Yeah. Like if some like, you know, 80 year old woman didn't finish her ribeye. I was like, I'm, I'm eating that motherfucker. I don't give a shit. I mean, I, I get it when you're young, you don't think of all of the ways this could be bad. Yeah, you don't. I the the deep freeze, and then I would always uh, make up a reason to go in the deep freeze, and then uh, they kept all the desserts in there, and I would just shove like six pieces of cheesecake in my mouth. Really? Yeah, I was like, I'm gonna go check the deep. I was like 18, no, like 16, 17. I'm gonna oh go check the gosh. deep freeze real quick, and just like <laughs> shove. <laughs> Holy shit! I love that. I, I mean, I, I think I would have done the same thing if I worked at a place that offered that yeah. at that time, you know? Oh, yeah. 
I definitely did. I uh, just used to do that with the sugar cubes at church. I did that too. Yeah. Like I just would, I'm like, how many sugar cubes did I eat over like the, like eight to 10 years old? I just was like, no, no stopping me. I was guzzling. I was like, this church is, there's not enough people to support my sugar cube addiction. <laughs> it's just like, we've never had an issue with running out of sugar cubes before. <laughs> Until this little rat. It's weird. Um, okay. Let's do like maybe two questions. Two okay, more since questions. We've talked so long. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's hmm. see here. Do you have one you like? Massage um, guns. Do you ever use massage gun? I do. We, um, we have a, uh, a Theragun proper. Let me, let me read her name and question just so she gets sure. the credit and then go get into it. Frosty Peaches says, is there a consensus on massage guns? I want one so bad, but there seems to be such a broad range on prices. I get regular massages from a therapist, but sometimes I just want to beat the shit out of my hips at home. Yeah. Um, so we, so like I said, we have a Theragun. Um, I, I, I don't, it's like the regular one. It's not there. I know they have like a smaller one now. Um, that's like less loud, which hmm. I have, I think Melissa has, um, my old roommate, she has it. Um, and it is, it is a quieter machine, but the, the cheaper one, like I, we tried to buy a cheaper one right at the beginning of the pandemic, like, and not go the Theragun route. And it just was a shit piece of machinery. I wish I could remember that it was like a black and yellow one, but it was the bumblebee, <laughs> the bumblebee. Yes. Uh-huh. Was a giant robot. I forgot to say that. Um, <laughs> oh, wait. you're talking, I just meant like, cause it was like a, looked like oh, a bumblebee. But, yeah. But it, yeah. But also the car, the car guy from transformer from transformer. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I thought I was, I was you, catching no, your reference. You're right. Yeah. <gasps> oh man. Bumblebee. Um, you're now a massage gun. It's like, wait, can he be stay a Camaro? No, you're a massage gun. Autobots roll out. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Is that the God of the Autobots? Not really. He's their leader. Optimus prime. Oh yeah. Optimus prime. Oh yeah. 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 I don't know if he's their God, but yeah, he's their boss. He's their boss. He's, yeah. their, he's their Tony Soprano. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that's all. That's all. I don't think there's a consensus. The consensus in my home was we spent more money and this Theragun has been a lifesaver for, um, for both me and my husband, but his hips are really tight and we do, um, Epsom salt baths that help so much. So if you don't have the time or money to get a Theragun, at least try to do a, a Theragun bath or a Theragun bath. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Just like a bathtub full. Do not do a Theragun Like on bath. your head and eyes and stuff. <laughs> it's like the boo box, but it's Theraguns. You yeah. know that reference? Um, okay. So uh, Epsom salt bath will at least help with hip pain in the meantime. Okay. Is my, is, that's my uh, hot tip. I dig it. Elizabeth Judy, Elizabeth dot Judy. How do you deal with the mental side of injuries? Recently found out I have a stress fracture, a stress fracture in my tibia and had to cancel my fall marathon, having a hard time adjusting to only weight training and biking for the next couple of months. Man, that's tough. And I we've mean, we've all been there, right? You've yeah, been there. Yeah. 
That's, that's a tough one. Um, how do you deal with the mental side of injuries? Well, I think the best thing you could do is be proactive and not reactive. If, uh, if you think of yourself like an athlete, um, you know, and it's like, imagine that it's your job to get back on the field or the court or whatever it is. Um, you have to anticipate and acknowledge that setbacks like this are just part of it. So it's all mm-hmm. part of your, you know, you're training to do this marathon, you were building up to it and you had this stress fracture happen. Then that's just, that's like the cost of doing business. It's the tax you have to pay, um, you know, like the, the, for your body, asking your body to do this stuff. And I think if you kind of acknowledge that that is, that is, will it, happen and is going to happen, then you just get into like, well, how do you remedy it? Well, you got treatment you need to do, whether it's ice or, you know, maintaining the discipline of staying off it or not overtraining so that the next one that comes around, you'll be prepared for. And then the next one's going to be even that much more rewarding. Um, and so that, you know, that's a little kind of touchy feely and it, I get the frustration in the moment when you've put this time and effort in and now you're missing it. But I think that if, you know, like a bad example is, but, uh, like parking. (laughs) So Uh let's see, (laughs) let's see how you pull this one out. So when I first moved to Los Angeles, I would, um, pray that I would find parking, you know, wherever I was going to. And like, I would build my schedule around the fact that I was going to get lucky and find parking or not have to pay for it or whatever. And then at a certain point I realized that like this, this is impossible. Like it's not, I'm constantly setting myself up to be let down. So I would just then say, you know what? I got 10 bucks or whatever it is that, you know, if I pull up and it's a valet and I see that I'm not even going to try, I'm just going to do it. And like my quality of life improved dramatically. I never had anxiety about parking again, ever just completely went away. Sometimes I would randomly drive by a spot and find it. And other times if I didn't, there wasn't any issue with, you know, you know, with having to park because I would just, you know, pay with cost or, you know, whatever it was for the valet, not a great analogy in your respect. But I think if you're like, look, (laughs) you know, I'm biological and injuries are going to happen. And so yeah. it's just, a, it's just a part of it. So great. Okay. Stress fracture. This is what I need to do to get better. I'm going to do that. And it's just as important as, you know, getting my mileage in for whatever that race was going to be, or, you know, you name it. If you can kind of get your mind to the, to where it doesn't recognize, recognize a difference between the two, I think it'll help you feel better mentally. Yeah. And I was just going to say like, cause like a marathon is like such a good goal. It's like, it gives you a structure. Like you can, you have like a date. It's like, it's a very great part of, a, of, um, like a workout regiment is having such a big goal. Um, so since that has been taken because of an injury, try to find a new goal that fits within the parameters of what you're working with right now. Um, I would say that that would, for me, help a little bit with that. Like, instead of it feeling aimless now, like you're not having that marathon to run toward, having like something else, even if it is like finding your PRs with your weights, if it's seeing if you can bike a certain amount, a certain distance in a certain amount of time, you know, stuff like uh, along those lines so that you're still focusing on a goal um, for what you can do and not what you can't do. And then I would say if you, if you're, if you talk to your doctor and they're like, Hey, if everything looks good, you could be back running in a year, you know, like that sort of distance, like 
sign up for the next one or get a friend to like commit because you probably can't sign up this far in advance, but it's like, maybe that's a thing that you put on your calendar. Okay. Well in 2022, I will do this. Um, so maybe, maybe something like that. I dig it. That was better than my parking analogy. Hey, we're a team. You know what? Um, and for Elizabeth the podcast, Ju- sometimes we'll fight, you know? But. Yes, for sure. Elizabeth, pretend I didn't do that parking analogy. Um, <laughs> just, just rewind your mind back and pretend like I'm not going to edit it out. We won't have Clementine, you know, trouble herself with editing it out. You're going to hear, you're going to hear mistakes guys. Yep. Um, but uh, just pretend like I didn't do that. Uh, I think the parking analogy was stupid. It, it tracked. It tracked for a while. It was flimsy. <laughs> Well, our analogies are flimsy. Come on. It's okay. Uh, it wasn't a great, it was a tortured analogy. <laughs> it was fun to hear about your anxiety about parking that, you know, as a listener. Yeah. Yeah. I've, and I shouldn't have said that anxiety. Oh, great. Now people are going to think I'm fragile. Like, oh, great. I, you know, hopefully there's parking for big rye. Otherwise it's going <laughs> to fall apart. What did Somebody called you like a nickname on here. I hadn't heard it before. Stangerbot. Yeah, what is that? That's a, like a character I do on Action Boys. Oh, okay. It's pretty Should dumb. I start listening to Action Boys? No. <laughs> Great. You don't Thanks. you don't want to waste your time on that. <laughs> Great. <laughs> you got a life, you got a wonderful life to live, you know. You don't need to Hey, hear, I don't know. I'm scream, driving. Uh, you're going to hear a scream for 3 hours about, you know, Rambo 2. Um <laughs> You know, unless you want to, I don't know. The only good Rambo. Uh, well, I disagree. <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey, good. Yes. Yeah. It's happening. Got there, it. There you go. Hot pod, hot pod. Uh, great. So you guys, uh, we appreciate all your insight, wisdom, contributions, suggestions, questions, and support. Uh, we want to remind you guys to like, and subscribe. Um, yes. let's, let's figure out this algorithm, uh, and, uh, get the dumbbells to the top of the charts. It helps us if you subscribe for some reason. So like, and subscribe, that'll help us like, I don't know if you can even like, just subscribe. Uh, no, I think you, I think you rate review, subscribe. That's, That's what, what you is. do. Yeah, That's right. what you do. Yeah. I've heard that on other podcasts that I'm subscribed to. So that makes sense. What's yeah. like, and subscribe a YouTube thing or something. Oh, Maybe like, yeah. Oh yeah. YouTube. Yeah. You like, and subscribe. Yeah. So rate review and subscribe. Talk about it to your friends. Um, also, if you have a question, Aaron, where can they find us for questions and also suggestions, the stuff that we asked for a couple of places? Yes, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook uh, at The Dumbbells. Mm-hmm. And uh, send us an email at askthedumbbells at gmail.com. That's good. Yeah, that's right. I'll say that eventually without with less question marks. <laughs> No, question marks are good. It's like your Christopher Walken reading of everything. Weird punctuation. Yeah, Um, that's my dream. uh, Great. And so uh, stay tuned for next week. We will be um, reviewing and assessing our experience uh, taking a pole dancing class. I keep wanting to say pole vaulting, but not the same thing. Uh, Well, I keep wanting to say stripper class, and that's not what you say either. So we're both, (laughs) we're both barely hanging on (laughs) to what we actually did, which was a pole dance exercise class. There is video of it. The video is terrifying. Um, (laughs) 
<laughs> the only reason I'm not terrified is because for part of the video I've seen, um, you are covering me completely. So I'm yeah, that's the problem. Where the way we were situated, it's just a lot of me in the video, which you know yeah. nobody wants to fucking see. So anyway. Uh, uh, let the people decide. Yeah, well, you know, maybe a second or two of that might find its way out there. Uh, great. So on behalf of myself and Aaron McGowan, the Dumbbells, and our wonderful listeners out there who contributed today, everybody that uh, got involved and helped out, we'd like to remind you to train dirty, eat clean, and live in between. Got it. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>